What's going on, fam? This is Carl Markowski, and you are listening to the Playing On Podcast. Thanks for joining me. This episode is brought to you by Punisher's Paintball. Uh, Punisher's has been a long-standing paintball retailer. Uh, they've been serving paintball communities since, I think, 2003-ish. Uh, but they have a huge range of products to accommodate speedball and, uh, and scenario paintball. But the cool thing is, right now, they're featuring a Spire 3 trade-in program. And what they'll do is uh, they'll give you a certain amount for your hopper uh, to trade in for the new Spire 3, uh, which is pretty cool. And if you visit their website, PunishersPB.com, they will uh, give you all the details over there. And uh, you can figure out how to trade your loader in for the brand new Spire 3, which is pretty sweet. Uh, they have all kinds of used gear over there. They have uh, anything from uh, markers, hoppers, tanks, all kinds of stuff. And if you use the promo code TPOP, uh, you will get 10% off your order, any order, today. So make sure you check them out, PunishersPB.com, um, and check out that that Spire 3, that trade-in program. That's pretty sweet. So uh, thank you to Punishers. Also brought to you by Charm City Paintball, the head game guru uh, Mike Thompson down in Florida he is busting out some pretty sweet headgear if I do say so myself uh, I have a awesome pack band right now that has the uh, the American flag stars and stripes on it super intricate um, I love that kind of shit and you know something that that is handmade put some thought and some work into and uh, I love it. I mean, the results show. But he makes all kinds of stuff. Charm City Paintball on Facebook as well as Instagram. He has very limited runs of, uh, of all the fabrics. So anything that you get from him is pretty unique. And only about 10, I want to say, 10 to 12 uh, pieces per fabric. So very low runs, high quality stuff. Charm City Paintball. Shoot him a message on Facebook and uh, Facebook. <laughs> I just got a lisp out of nowhere, but um, he will uh, he will definitely work with you as well on uh, if you have a certain fabric that you like or that you notice that he posts up, he'll he'll make something happen for you. So so hit him up, Mike over at Charm City Paintball. Thanks, Mike. Uh, we are also brought to you by Carbon. You guys have seen them advertise on the NXL webcast uh, with the they have awesome sc pack that's out that you can actually uh you can you can pump up and the back conforms to your back so it makes it 10 times more comfortable and 10 times more sturdy and and stable on your back Uh, they also have some uh, thermopods that are out that actually change color when you should change them out when they get too hot and um, they have the uh, the base layer that i use uh, which is awesome. It, it It's integrated padding inside of a compression fit top and bottom. And um, I've been using them ever since they came out. I think they're, I think it's great. And the, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of people actually use them in the league right now. A lot of pros. I don't know if they openly admit that they do. Some do, but uh, I'll tell you what, man, there's, there's a reason why there's a lot of, there's a lot of good things about it. Um, especially with knee pads and elbow pads, they're not sliding around and, uh, and, and getting out of place. They're, they're staying pretty tweet, tweet, like a tweet. Uh, so thank you to carbon paintball. But if you, Hey, Oh yeah. Reminder. If you go to uh, carbonpaintball.com 
and when you uh, you start clicking on some stuff that you want to order before you check out make sure you type in the promo code capital T P O P for the playing on podcast uh, capital T P O P and you go 10% off your entire order make sure you guys check that out um, and and use the promo code get a discount get some carbon stuff thank you carbon and uh, last but not least we are brought to you by planet eclipse the makers of the brand new cs2 the uh the lv 1.5 the whole lv series this new hotness of the uh the mechanical markers that are coming out the the gmec and well it's already out i guess but the uh the gmec and the ether mechanical that they are using for a rental marker but it is should be on the tournament field i feel things sweet but um but yeah they're uh they're they're awesome and have been a uh, a giant supporter of not only myself but uh but many many teams that uh that I have been on and around the league they have, they're they're just a very they're a standout force in the game right now not only with their product but with their reputation and their company and I think they do a great job of trying to grow this sport and uh and help out the players along with the teams and uh it says a lot to me especially um just because you know some companies they'll just deal with teams and they won't even you know acknowledge any of the players or anything like that and uh and and, you know planet eclipse does an amazing job at customer service and uh and just really giving the customers what they what they really want so um hats off to planet eclipse and thank you to all of our sponsors greatly appreciate it and uh, and now into the podcast this episode is with Jessica Maiolo she what i forget how she said it but i know she's currently playing on the female USA uh, the women's USA paintball team um, she has played on other teams before she uh, resides out of Dallas Texas and i hope i said that right I'm pretty sure that's how her last name's pronounced. But um, she's from Texas. Uh, she is uh, she, she's on the forefront of women's paintball and getting this thing going. And and her and I had a long discussion on on what it what it takes to be a female, not only as a uh, of not someone just to look at in paintball. That I mean, I hate to put it that way, but it's like you know, females in the sport. There are, are certain things that us guys we just don't know, uh, don't know shit about. And being a female in a mostly male-dominated sport and trying to make a name for yourself has to be tough as shit. And um, and her uh, her and I talked a bunch about you know the first female pro paintball player when when's she gonna arrive when's she gonna be here that's going to be um, hopefully hopefully soon and. Um, because I would love to see it before uh, before I'm not in the sport anymore because I think it will help the sport and it will change uh, it, it'll, it'll, it'll change the sport and I think it will be good so uh, enough of my babbling here is the podcast with Jessica Maiolo uh, thank you guys for listening enjoy Yeah, I was at the bank this morning and um, I was trying to get my business account set up mm-hmm. finally after six months of starting my business and the guy was like well when do you normally like go to sleep because you do like four different things and I was like 
well, I went to bed at like 1.45 last night. And he's like, what time did you get up? I was like, six. And he's like, just don't like, what do you do? Like, do you take a nap? I was like, yeah, sometimes if I have time, like, <laughs> Jeez. I don't know. Do you, uh, do you just... have, uh, you have trouble sleeping? Yeah. I don't take, like, I've got melatonin, but it doesn't work. It, I use it for like, it maybe gets me to sleep by three hours. Really? And then I just wake up awake. So yeah. I've never had I've never had a problem falling asleep. Like I can hit the pillow and within three to five minutes I can be <laughs> snoozing. I see, I mean I can if I'm like like exhausted, like to the point of like no return. I'll fall asleep anywhere for a nap and I'll wake right up, but at night specifically I can't fall asleep. That's crazy. Are you more of like a night person? Like or is it just kind of like you just can't sleep? morning person too so it's like I can run off a very little sleep but I also like if I have a nap I'm 100% good to go if not I'm just like I'll feel like 50% yeah somehow I still manage to do three different things but so what's your uh, what's your business um it's Highland Therapies uh it's a therapy staffing through it's kind of like a way of I told my boss, I've only been there for three years, and I was like, well, what can I do on my five-year plan? Because that's what I'm already thinking about. I haven't been here for five for three years, and you know, I can't lift people forever. So mm-hmm. she was like, well, it's one of my favorites, and she was like, what I can do is not many people do this. They can kind of start their own LLC through me, and I can give you um, possible clients in the, area, in the area, and you can staff them how you need. I pay you this amount. You pay them this, and you make the profit. Right. So, so you're a licensed that. physical therapist? Uh, rec therapist. What's what's the difference? Sorry for my ignorance. No, you're fine. No, physical therapist is it's strictly in the movements. Mm-hmm. Rec therapy is using recreation, which is um, any kind of leisure skill you can think of, literally anything as form of treatment. So, for an obese client with special needs that I have who refuses to walk, if she knows she's having to exercise. Mm-hmm. In order to get her to walk those two miles and get her to lose weight, I take her to the zoo because she's doing something she likes that's recreational, but she doesn't know she's walking two miles. Oh, so you get sense. paid to have fun. Pretty much. Like I went, <laughs> what I, I went to the aquarium today. <laughs> Man, I love the zoo. I'm, I'm I love animals. I love the zoo. Oh, I love it. Yeah, um, I go like because I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> we uh so. I have all the levels. We're recording. Um, mm-hmm. I uh, we can talk about whatever you want to. Whenever I have people on here, it's always pretty much an open table. Um, oh, hello, puppies. Hey, hi. <laughs> it's uh, it's an open table, pretty much of whatever you want to talk about. We can talk about whatever you don't want to talk about. Uh, we don't have to. I'm not going to push the issue. Um, but I do like. Uh, knowing people's stories on how they found things or how they started. And, uh, if my face ever freezes, uh, it's, I, I'm still trying to figure out the best location for the Wi-Fi and everything down here. So, uh, the connection's not a hundred percent great, but that's fine. it is what it is. It, it works for, uh, what it does. This is like my story after 9 PM pretty much. So, <laughs> Oh, I love dogs. I have a, I have a pit bull. Oh, you little pit bull. Mm. Yeah. She's a pit bull. At heart. This is this is what we do every night. This is just me and her. <laughs> She's what kind of dog is she? She's a Maltese. 
She's pretty much like a cat. Yeah. About the size of a cat. Yeah. I know. She's ridiculous. Right now. <laughs> my, uh, my pit, he thinks he's a lap dog, so he'll just jump onto me whenever he just feels like oh. it, just all willy-nilly. He's such a baby. I, they get such a bad rap. They uh, do. And I have some really sweet ones. Yeah, he's – um. God. well, we rescued him from the pound, and he was a bait dog uh, for dog oh. fighting. Yeah, he has a bunch of scars like on his kind of on his on his jowls and everything on his neck, but and he's real skittish. But um, they said when we rescued him, he was five, but he was like he was pink and he was I I swear he was like two. Yeah, now no. I think he's like seven. Yeah, Daisy just turned nine in February, and she's got a bunch of spots on her now. Yeah, yeah. She's an old lady, but she's a freaking diva, as you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I love dogs. I'm I'm such a dog person. We've had um I think I've only had two cats in my life. We had yeah, we had two cats as well, but I mean they were they were raised together. They were Siamese. My cat my parents used to breed Siamese cats for some reason. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's such a unique cat. Those in the the, the hairless ones. Oh, yeah. The, was it the Rex or the Sphinx or something? Something like that. I know. Uh, I think Todd Martinez has a couple of them that he puts on, on the Instagrams every once in a while. <laughs> so let's um, let's start with uh, some background. I, and I don't want to make this. I'm really trying not to make this like super like interview question, question, question. It's, it's whatever comes off, you know, kind of the top of my head. I have a few notes that, uh, that it seem – my fucking screen already froze. I gotta yeah, find your Wi-Fi, Cheezo Pete. But I can hear you, okay? So it's fine. Okay. Um. So, what? Uh, were you like an athletic uh, person your entire life? Have you have you always been into sports? And then, and, and what kind of brought you, or or what introduced you into the paintball uh, world? Well, yeah, I've always been active into sports. Um. My parents, my I guess mostly my dad was kind of not. I don't want to say the term forced, but um, I w- he was very strict with sports growing up. So I had to play something, and it was always soccer. T-ball didn't stick. Mm-hmm. Soccer stuck for 21 years, but like I wasn't even allowed to talk to people that didn't play sports or hang out with them. It was a bad influence, I guess. Um, soccer. Anything. If I didn't, if I didn't like have friends that didn't play sports, like I wasn't allowed to hang out with them. It was really know what was up with my parents but yeah hmm. so I mean in the summertime and we would have we lived out in the middle of nowhere we still don't have cable or internet um you know I would obviously I'm on a seafood diet I seafood I eat it <laughs> so growing up you know I would always eat anything but I was always so tiny I've always been tiny and so my dad yeah, how tall be, are you you're, you're okay. weighing at four t- wait yeah. what four ten and a half. Oh my goodness I know 99.4 pounds this morning that's got to be tough for being an athlete. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm, you got to think, you know, we're carrying the same amount as everyone else, mm. you know, and so it's, it's hard. You have that pressure on, you know, to be as fast as you can to run to the snake or the to break or whatever. Yeah. And you have to remember, I'm carrying nine pods as well sometimes. And which is it silly. Blows me a bit, but, you know, I'm, I'm working at, you know, building my muscle and getting faster. There you go. But, you know, I used to take laps around the, the yard. We had a two acre lot, you know, when I was little. Do you um do you happen to have like a pair of um like Apple headphones or any kind of headphones with a mic or anything? 
Yes, actually, I do. Okay. Um, Sorry to sorry. cut you short. You're good. Let me get my older ones because the new ones don't fit my computer. All right. Let me get these in. I'm just getting a little bit of uh, feedback on my voice. Oh, it's perfect. I was getting feedback from uh, from my voice back into yeah, the uh, thing. So you're it's, still um, frozen, by the way, but it, I can hear you clear. So oh, God, I need to get this fixed. Well, we're hoping to uh, in the next couple years at least find a, a nice big house where I can have a whole room just dedicated to uh, to a podcast area. But for now, mm-hmm. I'm tucked in the basement in the corner because. We still have we have two bedrooms. We have our master bedroom and our son's room. Our house was built in 1900, so oh my gosh, yeah. So That's it's awesome. Oh, it's, an, it's an old house, so we're we don't have any closets except for one upstairs, and that was built. Um, our bathroom is probably the size of like a porta potty, and which I, I which we think was a closet because in 1900, I can only assume that somewhere in the backyard there was an outhouse. Um, mm-hmm. And so we're trying to make the most of it. This was actually our first house that we bought. And then, oh. yeah, and it was it came on the market at the right time. Everything, price was right. Everything happened uh, just at the right time. But now we're kind of outgrowing it and trying to find some uh, some new stuff. So, uh, but where was I when when I cut you off for the headphones? Oh, the, your your size and everything like that. So, well, yeah. yeah, so what I was, I was actually listening to a podcast um who was it with? I think it was with it was with, it was on Joe Rogan podcast, um, and they were talking about was it with the Rodney Johnson one. There was one I heard. Um, was it after cut? Maybe. Maybe someone had brought me up. I don't know which one it was. But yeah, it, well, I my whole point with that was that like uh, they were talking about uh, MMA fighters, and. Oh, okay. Who is – oh, it was with um, George St. Pierre. I don't know if you f- follow MMA or not or anything like that. But George St. Pierre is a French-Canadian um, who who fights. And he was talking about it and he goes, the most, the most athletic, the most talented, the most agile um, are all the featherweight guys, are all the lighter weight guys because they're just – they're so nimble. And right. you know, I, I, I take that and I, and I bring it over to your case and the, and the smaller guys like um, – like, uh, you know, Dizon and, and uh, Chad George and guys like that who are just athletic and nimble and can play whatever spot. They might not be able to, you know, jump up and see over a can, but, uh, right. but I mean, <laughs> they can play anywhere. And um, right. I can only imagine, I mean, with, with your Instagram and, and how much you are, you're staying in shape and you're taking care of your body. And that, I feel like that is so, uh, you have to do that now in paintball to, to be relevant. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Um, it, I mean, I let's say I kind of grew up playing Doritos and Snake. I've kind forced at first. It was like kind of forced upon Snake because I was so small. You know, you're automatically assumed that you're going to play Snake. I hate that. But you know, as I grew up, yeah, and it's like, what if I don't want to? Like, mm-hmm. you know. But I, you know, I had I grew up playing different positions in college. I played Doritos. Um, the past year um, has changed. I was playing. Uh, the two on the snake um, for about a year and a half or so mm-hmm. um, until Chicago of last year, about a year, 
um, I got put onto the center. So I was playing the W, you know, the biggest bunker on the field at four foot ten. People were coming around trying to bunker and they don't <laughs> even see me because I'm right down here. Yeah. And then I played Doritos in California and then I played Doritos uh, in the last event in Dallas. And then I played Snake for USA. Um, so it's, I think it's very important to be versatile. Um, being small does help, but it does have its challenges, obviously. Um, and granted, you know, I'm four foot ten. I'm 99 pounds. I have to carry a little bit under or just as much paint as any other human on the field and mm. expected to do, you know, the same speeds, if not better, or, you know, the same. But and it, it's really hard. But, you know, I'm trying to work and get stronger to carry all that weight. And yeah. I'm trying to train with weights when I run to make myself faster. And I got good remarks this past weekend. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what the next uh, couple of events have in store. <laughs> So when did, uh, how did you get into paintball? Where did that, and how did that come about? Oh, God. Okay, so I remember, from what I remember, it was a long time ago. I was in high school, dated this guy. Uh, he, I just remember, him, that's the first time I heard about paintball was he would always talk about it, talk about woods ball. Um, I think I got him, like, smart parts knee pads for his birthday one year. It's all I remember, and he would always just, I knew he would always go ditch me to go play paintball on the weekends. <laughs> I was like, well, this is stupid, like, what the hell? And I knew you always talk about speedball. I had no idea what speedball was. Didn't know yeah. anything about anything. Well, we broke up. My best friend, Cheryl, her boyfriend played on a speedball team in Chakawinity at Hematoma. Mm -hmm. And she was like, will you come you know, with me this weekend? Please keep me company. This is so boring. I was like, fine. Whatever. I'll go. We go. A few hours pass. And they're like, well, you guys need to play with us. I was like, I'm really not into this. I don't mm -hmm. think so. Like, what's the point? They make us play in... I guess I did a decent enough of a blind shot for all I know. I, probably terrible. And they're like, hey, you want a spot on the team? And I was like, you know what? If I hate it, I'll quit. So yeah. I, we got on the team. We played ACTS division two years in a row. wasn't supposed to, but I did. Mm -hmm. I played ACTS. I think we got like first or we got a lot. I think I have like three or four third place medals so far. I think wow. we got first place overall. Um, so we're always in the APG magazine, which was super cool. And I've been playing tournament ball ever since. I think I've played woods ball maybe four times in my entire life, five times at most. Hmm. So what? Uh, around what year was it when you when you uh, started? Two thousand seven. Yeah, two thousand seven. Crazy. That was I was already playing yeah. for. Man, I started. I started at the end of two thousand two. Started you know, like actually playing paintball. Um, but it was weird. Oh. It wasn't long after that. Like when I discovered it. I, mm -hmm. I was instantly hooked. Like, I played woods ball was my first time. I played, and then I was like, this is this is it. This is what I want to do. This is, this is so much fun. And then when I discovered tournament ball, not long after that. Um, You're stopping me away. Am I coming through? Is it working? No? <laughs> Your sound's going away. <laughs> it just, like, trickled off. There it goes. I could sound it for you. There you go now? now. Yes, you're good. good. Oh, my God. This is terrible. <laughs> I need to really up my production value. It's okay. No, it was fine. I could understand you. <laughs> but no, but yeah, I, I mean, it's it, it's it, just it's pretty cool. Well, it's like like the progression. Like it, I, for me, yeah. when, I, when I first started playing in the woods for the two times that I did, I was like, okay, yeah, this is fun, the whole like hide-and-seek thing. But then when I discovered uh, the uh, indoor with the bunkers and everything like that, I was like, right. this is what I want to do. It was more fast-paced. It was... It was more like because I'm not I'm not the the brightest bulb in the pack, 
and I, I'm kind of like I like the uh, the adrenaline and the rush and and the advancing. And I think that's what I like doing more than anything is be able to shoot a guy in with a couple balls and then just be able to move down the field. Yeah, that's I like the adrenaline. The little victories are are what I enjoy. Yeah. I don't but, even know what made it stick though. It's kind of weird to think that, you know, 12 years later, here I am and I'm still playing and it's like I didn't ever expect this. Like yeah. me, like of all people, like I didn't I hated paintball. Oh, it's got to be I know it's going to be such a kick in the balls <laughs> for your ex-boyfriend. So, oh yeah. <laughs> I do remember this one funny story. I'm like I didn't kill me if you fucking heard this so we had um we were in we play acts division so you know bambi we would always if you podium you get your picture in apg magazine mm-hmm. i sold it at barnes noble well i found it i got so excited i was like look there i am this old ass little baby picture of me on the little metal yeah and i started i went to school high school and i showed it to my best friend who's our mutual friend chris i was like chris look he's like oh my god i gotta show him this i'm gonna take it to lunch and i was like oh god <laughs> dude, block lunches yeah, I remember he comes back to art class. He's like, and it was wrinkled. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, I mean, what do you mean to do? Like, so That's, here I am. It's so weird how, I love how it. things work. Thank out. you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's great. Like, it's like, I love it. I don't know what else I would honestly do without paintball. So you started playing uh, on the snake side, and that, that didn't stick. It was just, did you feel forced in that spot? Or, I mean, it was. <sighs> I kind of did because I feel like everyone expected it of me because I was so tiny and I was even smaller back then. So mm-hmm. I'm only four ten and a half now. I mean, I was in high school. I was probably four foot eight, you know, four six, four seven. Like I was fucking tiny. Yeah. So everyone except that's the expected position. No one's gonna expect me to go up there and play fucking center, you know? Right. So when I go up there and do it at Chicago and I'm actually holding my lane and people are trying to run through and bunker me but they completely missed me by five feet because yeah, I'm way down here. Going way over your head. Yeah. It's kind of cool. I mean, it works out. It, they don't expect it, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I think smaller guys do really well. Um, small people, smaller people, um, any like anywhere in the field because, I mean, if you look at a Dorito, I mean, that is set up perfect, especially like the standard paintball power stance that you would be right. in. I mean that's yeah. that's set up perfect. Those um, those little raceways, the little mini houses, whatever you want to call yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Those are those are set up perfect. Um, I'm still not like I, I like the new bunkers, but I feel like I took a look at the AC Dallas layout because I'm not going to be there uh, or an right. AC Dallas layout, AC Atlantic City event. Um, and I'm, I'm not a big fan of the uh, at least the big I, damn brick right at the back. Yeah, center. yeah. I so okay. I as a short person, <laughs> I played it for four days in a row last weekend. Um, obviously, I cannot play the center yeah. or the home. I guess I guess that brick would be the home technically. Mm. I, I cannot play it. Uh, I can't see over it. It's for the tall guys. I pretty much was going snake off break. Yeah. And I played Dorito side once. I made it up to the fifty Dorito, but just kind of played it recklessly and got fucked up around. But I did. I stayed in for a while. I made a, a snake two run um, off the break into the cutting through where the little gap is. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of cool. I mean, I was I was getting in there really fast. Like I was up in their S one at least four times. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, I was I did pretty pretty decent. I thought. Um, I feel like I may have been moving too fast up the snake if that was even a thing. But for this layout, I don't know. Because when every time I popped up, I looked inside, I couldn't see anything. Yeah. I don't know if people were just simultaneously like tucking in or what but i know the back i couldn't play 
unless I just hold that lane and branch off. But I can't see over it like the other guys have that advantage. Yeah, I mean, I can see how different fields, uh, depending on where you are positionally, it, it you could be further down the field and actually have it be somewhat of a disadvantage. I mean, depending on where, like, the, the, the main breakout guys are, if they're in this spot, mm-hmm. this spot, this spot, and you go one more bunker up, even though you're advancing down the field. Oh, you went out again. Wait. <laughs> am I here? Am I back? You went out again. Oh, my God. Maybe. No, nothing. Down. Oh, there it goes. Yeah, you're good. Now. It's so embarrassing. It's okay. Maybe it was mine. No, it's definitely, it's definitely me. I, see, the thing is too, like with Skype. So I upgraded to the uh-huh. the, the newest version of Skype, and then mm-hmm. which was working great. And then they had me update again, not not long after that. And then I did the podcast with uh, with Rocky Newth. And right. it just completely would not work. It said connection was uh, was uh, too low or too shitty, whatever it said. And then I couldn't do it. And I actually had to revert back to the old Skype. And then it kind of worked. And I don't know what the hell the deal is. Like it, it This works best because what the program that I have records the video and mm-hmm. the audio. And okay. it, it worked for a while. Great. And lately, I feel like it's just been dog shit and everybody probably who's listening to this in their car or whatever is like god this shit <laughs> is terrible everybody Why keeps is cutting out jeez <laughs> oh, so um so who are you playing with at uh atlantic city i am is this broadcasted live is it a secret it is a secret no it's not live yeah this will probably come out well i planned on yeah well no i i pray like like oh. this weekend is when i was gonna bring it out you don't have to tell us you can keep- I can't say anything about this weekend or next. Um, can't say anything about London either. I was advised not to. <laughs> Are you going to London? I am going to London. That is awesome. I never got to go to Europe. I will. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. I've never been to London. I've been, I mean, to France a few times mm. and a few other places, but you know, it was kind of a blur. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to go. I've I've been to Australia <laughs> it was a couple so times. Oh, so you got me there. Yeah, God, oh, I, dude, I loved it. I loved it. But um, yeah, I even when the only time I got to travel was for paintball. It's and I did it while I was in high school and a little bit after. I never got to like experience it. Just going to go anything like that, mm-hmm. never got to. But I mean, I, I don't think I'd change it because I, I love the people that I was with, and you know, it's I, I still want to go. I still want to go to Europe so bad. Well, you're going. You're going to London, right? No. 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 I just don't have the time off work. Uh, yeah, what... I'm working this weekend, so I can <laughs> <laughs> take off next weekend. So yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm not gonna be able to make it to Atlantic City because of my knee issues, and it's just uh, okay. yeah, it's it's. Did you get an MRI or anything? Everything good? So I got an MRI a few weeks ago, and then uh, they at first I thought it was my MCL because I went to uh, jujitsu, and I had okay. this guy had me in a leg lock, and like twisted a certain way, and I heard this pop, and I had like instant like not pain but my knee just got hot and i swear i swear it's my mcl i was like i fucked my mcl up i'm done um but then it, it didn't really hurt and then i rolled again right after that and then that's when the kind of pain started coming in for like four days right. after that i couldn't i couldn't walk i can barely go up the stairs i thought it was my mcl got the mri um oh, shit. i had my my knee scoped one time for uh the same knee scoped for my meniscus i had a tear right. and i guess now I have more tears 
and it looks like crab meat, and I have arthritis. Uh, and now my left knee is starting almost, to get. It almost sounds like my right knee a little bit. It's been tweaking, but. And, and only athletes understand yeah. like when you when your body is the tool that you use. Yeah. When, when something gets fucked up on it, no no one but athletes realize like how much of a just how detrimental it is because you feel you feel oh, yeah. like you're not you you're not doing anything. Yeah, it's like for me to go one day without even like I'm the annoying asshole that's like I go on vacation that's non-paintball related with my friends and it's like hey let's go to the gym like let's go run <laughs> and they're just like what the hell is wrong with you like yeah and if I can't work out or do something like active I will lose it mm-hmm. like I was I worked out at 6 a.m this morning and I go back at five to train someone and my knees starting to like just feel weird like something's swelling and I'm like okay well I went way too hard on legs you know Monday and then glutes this morning so I need to just take it easy and not do cardio. I'm trying to yeah. build the muscles around it and strengthen everything, because there's there's not much cartilage there. It's like on bone. Ugh. Yeah, that's that's. You what just gotta you gotta know you gotta know your limits basically. You know. So, so do you do a lot of heavy lifting, or is it more like uh, cardio or more uh, well, high? In- heavy, heavy. Anyone else is heavy. It's not anyone else is heavy. It's my heavy. Heavy to you, yeah. <laughs> so, heavy to me. So I started. I go. I actually try to go as light as I can with my. Um, my knee, because being the way it is, I don't take any chances with it because mm-hmm. I've already had a surgery. I had a scope like you have. I had uh, plica removed. They removed a ton of inflamed tissue. Yeah. Um, I, like, for squat, actually, I squat maybe once a month. Shocker. Um, yeah, I, I do weighted squats once a month, and I think I do, like, a 35 on each side of the bar. Mm-hmm. I won't do anything more than that. There's no point. It doesn't make your butt bigger. It makes it lifted. I do hip thrusters. I think I'll do like 60 pounds on each side of the bar for those. And I'll do like everything else, but I don't, I try to keep the impact off of my knee. Right. Like I'll even have days where I don't do any kind of like extra added weight. I'll just do body weight. Like I'll do 200 lunges, you know, and jump squats and jump lunges and shit like that. Mm. Just to kind of mix it up a little bit. Do you do my any re- resistance bands or? Yeah, yeah I have resistance bands yeah. too. Actually, I need to wear more because I've had them for a couple, a couple of years and they're starting to roll on me. But um, I'll do, yeah, just like crab walks and that kind of stuff. Try to mix it up a little. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, have you ever thought about being a trainer? I mean, with how into it you are I, and how knowledgeable you are? I do. I do, actually. Um, I, I do that with my job, my actual job. Um, I work with kids with special needs. So it's obviously at a different level. Um, like teaching someone how to do a jumping jack, you think it's not that hard. It takes one of my kids about 20 minutes to learn how to do a jumping jack, like a single one. Like, yeah. So I do that very basic with them. And I obviously I go to the gym every morning. And my gym was like, hey, you know, you're always in here. We need a female trainer. Like, can you, can you, can you work? And I was like, well, honestly, I, I really don't have the time. Like, I work full time. I've got my company, everything, paintball. But yeah, I'll do it if needed, you know, PRN. So I train like one or two people a week, um, you know, for an hour or two. And so I, I do that all as well. I did today. Not nice. that I have the time, but I do. I find time. <laughs> so what's, uh, what's your diet like? <laughs> well, today <clears throat> I had tacos. <laughs> but I also, you know, I, the way my macros are, I, I made it so I could have them. Mm-hmm. So... I, I, I eat it basically, uh, just a lot of chicken, um, ground turkey, really lean ground turkey. Um, 
I, I really don't eat vegetables. So I eat vegetable powder. Um, I'll eat spinach uh, and asparagus. That's about the only vegetables I eat. Maybe carrots. Um, a lot of protein shakes. I have my first one right now. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty much what I do every day. I think I eat like five times a day. Small, like small bits, five times a day. Do you ever do any kind of so no intermittent fasting, nothing like that? No, only I feel like that only comes in. I want to say like on paintball day, like tournament days, because if you're at the field, I don't really have time to eat. And so that's the only time I ever feel like it's like intermittent, but others, not really. Mm. It's typically every two hours for me. Yeah, that's, that's what I've been doing lately is a lot of the fasting. Um, I've wanted to try it. I, my trainer hasn't put me on it yet, so I don't. A lot of people, I've learned a lot of people that I know have been trying it out. And a lot of people on, um, on Rogan's podcast has been doing mm-hmm. it and they've been doing like 16 to 18 hours, 14, 16, 18. Um, right now I'm eating it like, let's see, I finished eating at eight and then I probably won't eat again until like one or two o'clock, uh, mm-hmm. the next day. And then I'll have dinner. Right. I don't really eat that much. Yeah, I don't either. It gets hard. Um, The only thing is, like, as much as I do during the day, the way my body is, like, I'm hypoglycemic. So if I don't even get enough, like, breaded carbs, I will go into, like, I get that, like, ketosis, like, taste. I get, like, the sweet taste in my mouth, and I'll start getting really disoriented. I could pass out. Mm -hmm. Blood sugar just plummets. So I have to, like, make sure I'm constantly, like, having something to snack on. Like, I've got little glucose tablets in my car. Yeah. I don't know if that would even be okay for me like if I go like without eating as much as I do and like lifting clients and you know moving around I'd I'd probably get really sick <laughs> so you said hyperglycemic hypo hypoglycemic yep it's low so that means that means sugar. that you need carbs so for me like it doesn't necessarily mean I need carbs so my body like I just from knowing how it is my parents were never one to take me to the doctors growing up like, I didn't know I had a heart murmur until I was, like, 15, hmm. you know, and all that shit. But, um, like, I have a, a glucose meter here that I check my blood sugar, and it's normally, it's always under 100. Um, it's typically 70 to 90. Yeah. Um, so I know, I can just, I can tell when my body's not Sluggish operating. And, up yeah. Yeah. Like, and for, for me, I've noticed the times I feel like I'm about to pass out is when I haven't had carbs. Mm-hmm. Um, and that happened when I was on a very strict diet last year and I almost passed out at work. And so we were out to lunch and I had my meal prep, I had my chicken and like asparagus and I didn't have any, I hadn't had breaded carbs in like a week. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden I just started like getting really disoriented, seeing black spots. And I told my client, I was like, Hey, can I have like a French fry or something? I just ate it. And I immediately kind of came back hmm. and I just, my body is just really weird. And I've noticed, um, like when I was younger, it's weird. So I would have like, uh, we'd be getting ready for church and we don't, we're not supposed to eat an hour before church because it's like Catholic, whatever. And, but I was feeling like really kind of nauseous. So I would eat like a bowl of like Rice Krispies uh, and add like a tablespoon of sugar in there and I would take it and I'd eat it, whatever. And then I was getting my makeup on. I started, my hand just started shaking like violently and I was like, oh my God, like I feel like I'm about to pass out right now. Yeah. And my uncle was like, no, sit down, let me take your blood sugar. And it was like at 50. And this was like after like I'd eaten like a banana in between that. Yeah. And it was so very, very low. And so like my body like burns shit off really quick. But at the same time, it's like 
I, so I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure out the right plan for me that's not going to kill me (laughs) and keep me functioning throughout everything I do right now because I'm, I constantly am moving on a daily basis and I don't want anything bad to happen. So, well, that's gotta be, that's gotta be scary. I mean, I like, there's not too much craziness that's wrong with me. I just gotta, you know, I follow some diets. I know Right, right. I'm asthmatic and (laughs) there's not, Yeah, I, I've that's, I've been. That's got to be tough with paintball. I can't imagine, you know, being in those masks and you know being in the snake room, one of the Doritos, and you're just dying. <laughs> oh, it's, it's terrible. I like, can't I imagine have, being through a straw already. I have to. Um, so when I was when I was younger, I actually had to be in one of those uh, those hospital bubbles. Yeah. I had in in one of those. Um, I had a breathing machine when I was younger, and then I've always had an inhaler. And I for I think the let's see my late teens and about midway through my 20s i kind of i thought i outgrew it like i was mm-hmm. doing all these all these sports and all these other, all this other shit and I, I i feel like i wouldn't lose my breath and then all of a sudden i was probably like 20 26 27 and all of a sudden like after after a match i was like fuck i'm kind of winded what the what the hell and then uh the I went and saw the doctor and like like yeah we're gonna prescribe you a uh, uh, a little breathing machine or not a breathing machine but an inhaler yeah and I take that before I uh, I do jujitsu or before I play paintball you're good after that it's like night and day yeah it's crazy that's awesome it's scary, I can it's scary. yeah well it's, well it's like it's hard to be in at events so like oh my thing for tournaments is I get up I do my routine. I eat a waffle. I have to have waffles. I will bring Eggo waffles with me. It's because the carbs, I can burn off the carbs. Yeah. That's my energy source. So I eat my two waffles, you know, I go to the field, have a little bit of pre-workout. I do my points. And in between those matches, I'll have a, I have to have a, like a breaded carb again. I'll have, so I'll have a granola bar, but that's all I eat the whole day mm-hmm. until I get like somewhere later and I'll have like a cheeseburger or something. And it's great. But I haven't the, had event a diets are the best. <laughs> there's always it's always it's so fast hard. food and you're like oh, but i gotta eat healthy I'll, all right it's I'll, so oh, it's, and it never happens i'm trying to track with my trainer and i'm like i can't turn in my food logs on monday when i have a four-day event i'm like look i'm gonna tell you right now it's gonna be okay from like monday to thursday but after that i can't help you like i don't know i'm gonna try to stick with it yeah but you know i'm burning so you're out there for 12 13 hours a day at the field mm. like you need to eat so does your team stay at the field and, and, and watch games from whenever you guys get there? My, my previous team, um, most of them left. Um, the people that were supposed to help, you know, some of them stayed to help. <laughs> Which uh, Who was the team? I stayed. I was a Phalanx. A who? Texas Phalanx. Texas oh. Phalanx. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've ever heard um, of them. Yeah, no. Hmm. But uh new one, we'll see how it's gonna go. I will announce it <laughs> maybe in a couple weeks. I'm trying to this is the longest secret I've ever kept. This I was hard. gonna say why so secretive with it? I don't know. I just people keep bugging me about it and it's a lot of people don't know. Um so if you're listening now, I am not with Texas Phalanx anymore. Um, not my choice, but definitely for the better. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of stuff up my sleeve that I've been working on. Um, I did get offered to play on a very higher level 
um, for London, mm-hmm. like semi pro. Nice. But I, I turned it down um, because I already committed to another team. Um, not at D4. I'm be at either D2 or D3. I haven't decided yet. Um, I can't announce it until it happens. They won't <laughs> let me. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got a couple things up my sleeve for this year. So you'll have to stay tuned, I guess. I'll announce though. That's awesome. It's killing me. I really want to <laughs> say something, but I can't. <laughs> so we're, we're. But I had a really nice four day practice last weekend, so it was good. Nice, nice. Uh, and you are you're in Dallas. I am. So are you at the um, uh, paintball fit, or where are you practicing at? I, I was at Cousins Paintball. I'm currently flying um, to relocate for practices now. Mm. It's a little inconvenient, but oh, it's um, yeah, it sucks. I definitely have things uh, in the making for the next year and a half to get me where I need to be that yeah. I would have not have had the opportunity otherwise. So That's awesome. The, the, yeah. the world works in mysterious ways. I know. I'm kind of excited. <laughs> That's so cool. I love, love, I love news like that. <laughs> it's like it's, it's, no one knows what's going on, but it's, I mean. It, you know, I, I think only two, like, two people outside of that team know, so. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, they're, they're keeping their mouth shut too. So it's kind of nice. <laughs> so when I, and I brought this up before on the podcast and, um, I think paintball more than any other sport could be a sport where, uh, sex or gender or whatever you want to call it is integrated. Right. And I think it's, I a hundred percent feel that, I mean, you don't have to be uh, super athletic, but if you are, it's a plus. Um, right. You have to be very disciplined, which anyone can be. I'm not, you know what I mean. I mean, not anyone can be, but right. the people yeah, who want to yeah. be. Um, and I feel like the jobs and and what is needed on the field can be distributed to whomever wants to step up to the plate, right? Right. So I, I feel that I think it should have happened a long time ago. I mean, I, right. I, I, I think there should have been not necessarily maybe an all-women's team, but I think there should have been at least now. Right. Fuck, fuck. I think there should have been at least 10 to 12 female professionals. I really do. I'm like waiting. So I know your rank doesn't, your rank is just a number. I know it doesn't define your skill level. You can have a superior D5 player and you can have a really shit pro player. Mm-hmm. I get that. And it's hard to get that many females, you know, to stay consistent as the males do. You know what I mean? Like, because we have the USA team. We have, you know, these 10 girls. But, you know, not all of them can make all these events. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people don't take it as seriously when you don't have the same consistent people and you just keep adding people. And then it, it kind of deteriorates the value of that person. And it makes me feel like, oh, well, maybe I'm not that good. Like, if they're bringing on random girls, like, I want to be here. That's where I want to be. Right. That's what I'm going to do. It, I don't care how long it takes me, but I'm going to get there. Like, that's so I'm, – I'm busting my ass right now. Like, I got, you know, good remarks from pro coaches this weekend saying I was fast. So I was like, hell yeah. Like, let's go. I, I'm getting faster. That's good. Yeah. That's good news for me. And I just need to get even faster, I guess, you know. It's confidence booster. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I'm trying to be as good as I can. And there's it's hard because, you know, there's, there's gender differences. There's not a lot of girls that play consistently. I get that. Women are – they're different from men. You're gonna. You're expected to raise a family. You're expected to have kids. 
you know, you're expected to do all these things. So in order to take that break, like I'm 28 years old. Mm -hmm. People think I'm 16. I'm not 16. <laughs> I'm 28. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I do not have a boyfriend. I'm not married. I have no kids. Like you're living this life is what I want to do. Yeah. I'm, I've got my career that I'm trying to do first. I don't have time. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's just, I wish there was more like consistency and I wish they would even let women get to that level. Or even guess, like I don't even know how it's supposed to be. Would can girls be on male pro teams, or would they try to segregate it? I don't, I don't see why not. I mean, I, I, I think if the like, if the opportunity is there, I think women can definitely play on teams. But, but I think I don't know if it if if it's quite a lack of whether or not the women or women can. I think it's. The, there's no one really there that has the opportunity to kind of pull unless I think Goldman posted something about uh, a female player or oh, first professional female player the, over yeah, in Europe. Yeah, the girl from Europe, yeah. But I don't know really her, her story, background, really anything. Yeah. Um, but I had an ex who played for LTZ. And she, and that was when they were, I believe, when they turned pro. And she was, I think she was actually the first female professional player, even though she wasn't like a starting player. Like right. she was rostered on a pro team. On the team. roster, right. Yeah. Um, but now I just don't know if there's no one really stepping up to the plate. No, no offense. Um, no, yeah. She, no. But there hasn't, I haven't seen it, I guess, not, not necessarily on social media or anything like that, but there's no, there's no buzz about it. Right. And I don't know if there's nobody to that level yet. Um, I, I've heard really good things about you. Um, and that's why I'm curious about your team and who all you're playing for, whatever. But, um, uh, you know, I, I want to see that so bad. I want to see that transition. And I, and I think it would be so good for our sport to be able to, to see, show that to I, people. I, that's what I did. When I started, um, I had reached out. I have a few close connections um, on different pro teams that – I talked to and got kind of got insight from, and I was like, well, I need to be on a team that isn't very clicky. It's not going to be sexist. It's not going to sit here and dick around and be like, oh yeah, you know, we'll give you a ch chance. They're going to trust you. But I like, to, yeah, like what I like to do is, say I'm playing D3 this year. I want to guest on a D2 line and see how I do, so I can get that experience and see how much different of a jump it is. Mm-hmm. That way, so when I move up, I know what to expect. I can at least be like, hey, I play an event. I get it. You know, if I do really well, keep me on. Cool. Like, because I'm trying, like I said, I'm 20 years old. I'm trying to get this as quick as possible. And I do one day want to play pro. I think that'd be fucking dope. Yeah. Especially because there's not any, there's not a lot of girls that play consistently, you know, or maybe that's not even their goal. They're just kind of like, oh, let's get here and whatever. Like That cool. void needs to be filled. Yeah. And I, I feel like, I'm here to do that. There's not, you know, I'm looking around. There's not much around me to like, mm -hmm. that's really at the exact same level. I feel like mentally I am. So it's, it's hard. So I kind of just, I'm my, my own, like, uh, I don't want to say enemy, but my own, uh, what's the word? You, you're, you're your own, uh, I was going <laughs> to say moderator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but I mean, you guide. Right you're the one that's guiding your future. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like I, my own PR is like I'm trying. To, I've got my own goals. I'm trying to reach, and I'm trying to knock them out one by one at the same time, juggling work and everything. Mm -hmm. 
But at the same time, I I think it's it's twice as more challenging to you because or or for you rather because not only do you have to prove your skill level, but then you also have to prove your skill level um, as a woman. Oh, it's hard. So yeah, it's the thing. It's like I go in there and like if I'm having a shit day, like on the layout, I could be like, well, it's fine. I'm a female. They already expect me to suck, so it's not like I can get much worse, right? But you do have so much more to prove. I have to be this much faster. I have to be, you know, I have to shoot out this many more people. Mm-hmm. I have to make this impact on people because they're already expecting me to not be as good as the guys. I've had, you know, guys at practice on my own team that would not get out when I shot them at higher divisions yeah. when we would scrimmage. They'd wait till coach called our 30 second point, wipe their neck and come off, you know. Yeah. Because you know, it's a little ego you know, thing. They don't want to know they got shot by a girl. Guess what? You did. I not once, not twice, but three times you did. And it's only going to hurt you in a tournament. It's mm-hmm. not my problem, you know, but that's where they are for a reason. You know, I'm trying to bust my ass to get better. You know, yeah. this weekend when I played, this team didn't play bounces. I played my bounces because that's what I was taught. And I, I couldn't. I wasn't used to not playing bounces. I couldn't just stay in. So <laughs> it is I don't want to get another. First, I don't want to get another first major. So, <laughs> but you know, it's it's all learning experience. I'm just trying to get to that level, and I'm I'm willing to bust my ass for it if it if that's what I got to do. I just want to make sure that you know. I I talk to when I talk to other teams. You know, would you consider let me play and you know practice with you guys or you know try at this level? They're like, yeah, that's fine cool you know we meshed really well with the entire fucking team there mm-hmm. everyone was super cool super friendly um so i'm, I'm really looking forward to it we'll see what next year has in store that's awesome it's got to be extremely uh, frustrating though as far as you know because we will never know as 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 a, as a guy we'll never know uh what it's like to not only have to try and be better than somebody or prove your skill but then also uh you know because we're a completely different being you know right. gender and everything that's it, it's like and it's just like that whole example that you said. I mean, they wouldn't get out. And then that has to frustrate the it's, shit out of you because you're oh, trying like, to prove like, more than that. Yeah. And... It's like I, I conquered that goal, but I, at the same time, I didn't because I'm not getting recognized for it. It keeps getting chipped away like, by other people. I did it, though, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, super it's, frustrating. Yeah. And that's and I think what it's going to come down to is the captains and the coaches of all these other teams Right. Because I'll tell you right now, and, and I don't have to tell you because you've experienced it, but um, you're going to have guys that are like, okay, give her a shot, see what you know, see what happens. But then there's going to be a good majority of of the guys out there too that are like, oh, I'm fucking better than her. You know, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to get out when I get shot by her because I'm going to look bad, or or the, I'm not going to get shot by a girl. This that, and I think it's really going to come down to the coaches and the captains saying, hey, fucker, uh, she shot you. Get the fuck out. This is practice. You're not proving anything yeah. by staying in. And then yeah. and then really telling guys like, hey, this it is what it is. If she has the skill and the talent and the hard work that goes into it, there's no reason why she shouldn't that's be a part why of a winning I team. That's, and that's what I say. Like there's with other, you know, categories that we're not discussing right now. But, you know, hey, you know, bring it to the field. Like I'm trying to be recognized not by my body but my skill on this field, like that's why, because I know I don't look like the average girl that's going to play fucking competitive paintball. I get that. I get it all the fucking time. I want to prove myself on the field in my full-on attire, you know, with my gun, you know, in a tournament. 
And I've, I've actually gotten messages from people that are like, hey, you're the first girl that shot me. Like, good job. You know, and some people, when they see, like, NXL repost something, they, they don't have anything nice to say. But, yeah. you know, whatever, you know, people are going to say something either way. Yeah. How about I shot you because yeah. I'm fucking good, and then yeah. on top of that, I'm a girl, so. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's like, yeah, maybe I got lucky. Who cares? I still shot you. Like, it's not my. Yeah. And that's what it, that's what it's going to take. It's going to take uh, a ton of, of I don't want to say bravery, but just, just fucking hard work. Hard work yeah. for you to get into that. As I said, I'm willing to put it in. So yeah, I'm ready to go. Make all these flights and practice four times a week. Let's go. I need to get. I need to get there. there. You go. So. <laughs> and you were talking about that you don't look like the average uh, competitive female paintball player. I think it's. I think it. I would probably rephrase that saying you don't look like the average female paintball player because if I were somebody who was not in the sport and then I heard that you play competitive paintball, I would say. Okay, I, 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 I can see that. You know what I mean? Because you actually, right. but with the way the sport if is now. Me out, yeah, if you see me outside of like gym clothes, which is like even people at my gym are like, you're wearing a dress. Like why? <laughs> <laughs> like what's wrong? Who are you? And no one will recognize me because I, I just kind of shit like crap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you see me at the paintball field, that's my worst. So I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I, I love seeing people at the paintball fields just because like that's, they're out of their environment. They're in this new, big, yeah. bigger, kind of sort of same environment. But right. it's it's so cool. I love events, man, because it's it's just so you see everybody and it's over the top. And as long as it's everyone not raining, has, I'm happy. Like, everyone has a similarity, which I like. Like everyone yeah. kind of comes together for like at least one thing. Mm-hmm. Get, you're on the same level. How do you think that, uh, all the events, being a lower division, and uh, you know, seeing the sport since 2007, how do you think the NXL is is doing right now with, you know, with the events and with the layout stuff and and how everything's going? The layouts are getting cool. I mean, they're getting they're definitely getting giving us challenges, which is I mean, what we asked for. We can't really complain. You know, mm. they're mixing it up for sure. Maybe not what we expected, but um, it's yeah. it's definitely making us. You know, like there's some people that are like, oh, I only played Doritos. Well, guess what? You're going to learn today. You're going to be playing Doritos on the snake side. Like, yeah. what are you going to do? So, uh, I mean, it's definitely, they're definitely mixing it up. As far as marketing, I, I really think they could do better. Like, let me help you. I like, agree. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> like, they need to be putting it in papers, like on the news, something. Like, I feel like we could get way more people out there. Like, I've had some of my friends from, you know, in Dallas that would come out to the fields and like drink beer. Like, I'd be like, hey, just BYB, just put some beer in your backpack. Come watch points. Like, just make your presence. Like, just bring a ton of people. Yeah. See what it's about. I'm tired of showing you videos on Instagram. Like, just come out and see it. Like, it's actually a pretty dope fucking place. Like, yeah. We just, I wish we would get more like outside people, um, better advertising. Um, maybe, I, mean, I know paintball fields are normally really far away from like, civilization most of the time but yeah, yeah. if we could get it you know we gotta do I something like marketing. i mean yeah, yeah. whether it be a couple billboards on the highway yes. or something like that or even some area where they can they can uh you know they have a paintball marker that's chained up and you can only shoot it one way and they have this range or just yeah. a, a bunch of interactive things because the common folk are not going to understand the competitive national side of it that right. Right now, this is just a big I, gathering. But until we have, until we can convey this thing as something that that you can take in and they can they can retain and kind of understand somewhat, 
that's right. what I feel like we need to try and do too. Right. I wonder like if there's things that like, I'm not familiar with which each city has like, as far as going on, but um, like with Dallas, like there's something here in Dallas where there's some sort of like artsy event where we had free time away from tournaments to like go to. Mm-hmm. If you could have like professional paintballers go up there or just, you know, even divisional ones, go to your jerseys, like go to schools like that have club sports. Cause I was trying to get some stuff going with ECU cause it was kind of hit or miss. Like everyone has other stuff going on and, you know, exams and you know, running classes, other things. And it's yeah. hard to kind of advertise the sport of club paintball. And I, I told my friends, I was like, Hey, I'm willing to fly down there. If it needs, if you want me to dress up in a jersey and start promoting and handing out flyers through campus, like if that's what we need to do to get it like more taken seriously, but people, I feel like some people just don't want to take that time to do it. Yeah. That goes for like any team. It just, you need to, you need to put the, Daisy, you need to put the time and effort into it to get that outcome. It takes yeah. work. Yeah. I think we got to sell it. And by that, I mean, we, we have to, <laughs> just going crazy. She, my dog is like freaking out. <laughs> um, we, we have to sell it, meaning that we have to uh, we have to sell it to the public in some way that it's that yeah. it is something that they should pay attention to. And whether that be in the marketing, um, I really, really think it's in social media and, and broadcasting yeah, and I've live streaming. I'm trying so hard. Like, I'm trying. Oh my god! I wish there was like more I could do. Yeah, like it's, newspaper, I I don't. It is tough because I I've contacted local papers around here and they're kind of like, oh yeah, all right, we'll run a, a short little, you know, uh, third page story or quarter page story on you, and then uh, oh that's cool, and then it goes by, and there's not really anything that really happens, and and paintball around here in Toledo is has just diminished, and it's terrible. I really need to open up a field. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, dude, was it? I feel like there was a event last year where someone got posted in the paper. I saw it maybe on like one of the forums. Mm-hmm. It was posted like I don't want to say it was a front page, front page of the paper. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know if it was like Chicago or something like that. Chicago like, it was, like, was in the news last year. Was it Chicago? Yeah. It may have been something like that. I read because Bruno yelled. Bruno yelled. At the I remember cameraman. it was like it was a big deal. People made a big deal about it, and I was like. Yeah. That's awesome. Like, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. I remember yeah, Bruno, we, uh, they were filming something. I was, I was saying something to the camera and they were filming. And then Bruno was talking with somebody. I forget. Uh, it was Rob Velez. And, and then they had the, uh, our game plans on it. And the camera guy from the news station, who has nothing to do with anybody except for the news station, is like just randomly filming. And then he, he kind of pans down to like what Bruno and Rob are doing. And then Bruno goes, that better fucking not be live. And it's like, what does it matter? <gasps> like, but they ended oh, up no. not using that. But <laughs> after I heard it, I was like, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Typical Bruno. Oh, my God. Oh, I love that guy. Oh, man. So uh, so who did you start following when you were younger and you you started kind of getting more on the yeah. competitive side? Who, who did you follow? This is super – this is really embarrassing. Why? So <laughs> – I didn't know who anyone was. <laughs> I literally, I think I had heard of like Chris Lasoya yeah. in like Ollie Lang. That was probably it. And to this day, people will tell you, like they make fun of me because I don't know who half the pro players are. The ones I do know are like my friends. Like yeah. I've known for like six years. I'm just like, okay, it's like whatever. It's kind of weird. Like whatever. 
But I, growing up, because I joke with B about this, B Paxson, mm-hmm. I knew who Kat Sikor was before her. Right. And that wasn't even until years later. I, I was just, like, I'm just kind of, like, I always say, I'm just, I'm here to play. Like, you tell me where to go, and I go. Mm-hmm. I don't know who anyone is. I don't know who's, you know, famous for who. And I'm learning that now, and I'm like, oh, after I meet them, I, I learn after the fact. I'm like, oh, okay, like, cool, yeah. I guess. Like, it's, I feel kind of bad. I feel like a douchebag, but, like, no, I, don't, I just, I don't know. I'm not one to just, like, I don't really know shit about shit. I just, I kind of just played <laughs> it to play it. Well, also that, you're a female. I wish I was more. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and all the pros, all the pros are male, so it's like, why would you have any? I know any more chance? about football. I, I know more about football than I do about paintball, to be honest. Yeah. Like this is almost embarrassing. Like it's it's bad. <laughs> but it's I I just. Well, I no, just that, play that, it. that too. There, how many people are out there that are like that? that you know, too. How can we make? How can we make the professional players? <laughs> that's fine <laughs> how do we make the professional players more of those uh more like idealistic or more kind of not necessarily put them on a pedestal but make it something not only to just play pro but have like have it to where like they're like idols, stars again they're idols and it's something that that kids want to do they want to be like this person they don't just want to go pro they want to be like i want to be like you know i want to be like this i want to be like uh i want to be like jesse or or whatever you know, I really wanted to try and get back to that, and I, I just don't. It might be like that. I don't know. It's been a while since I was Hopefully, in that. I mean, I hope I can be a you know a good you know role model for some girls that are trying to you know be in the sport that don't feel like they have to like, you know. You see, most I feel like majority, like three quarters of the other girls in this sport, they're in it for the wrong reasons, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, you kind of catch my drift. Like, it, I don't want them to other younger girls to feel like that's what they have to do, or to be considered some object or attention whore right. for paintball. Like, I was just on a. There's a group. You're probably the same member of one of the Facebook paintball groups, and some girl posts a picture of her ass and a paintball mask, and it's like, yeah. oh, you know, roast me, I dare you, and it's like, oh. This all these comments go flying, and it's like seriously. Like, some of them are just you know the guys are just drooling over it, and then some guys mm-hmm. are just like, "Well, you're ruining paintball." Like they said that like, to you, you know. Then, not to, it wasn't to me. It wasn't my photo. God no. Oh, okay. This was some other girl. I was just reading the guy. I strictly went for the comments just because it was it was yeah. very entertaining. <laughs> but you know, like you could see like there's girls up here that are just like you know, here's my ass and here's a paintball mask. Like, oh hi, I play paintball. It's like the first thing. It's like that comes to their mind. I feel like, and it's like. Mm-hmm. No, like let let your talent speak. Like when I try to meet people, like I try not to say like, oh, like what do you do? Oh, I play paintball. You know, no, that's like the very last. If that, if I even say that, they usually find my Instagram and then they're like, is this you? Mm-hmm. And then I have to explain it because then they want to talk about it and yeah. they want to not. That's the only thing they want to talk about. I'm like, I don't. What if I don't want to talk about it for a second? Like, yeah, I feel like I'm always. I just don't want other girls to feel like they have. Uh, to feel like they're kind of viewed for as an object or as just attention. Like I want them to actually play it because they want to play it. Because yeah. I know it's a very male dominant sport. Yeah, and so uh, I don't know. It's... The paintball players are not the classiest group. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, <laughs> and that's what I, you know, and I've, I've always been taught in, uh, you know, you just, you kind of treat somebody how you want to be treated, and you treat somebody with respect. Exactly, yeah. And I think anybody who, um. You know, like the 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 paintball 
pin I know there's like a paintball pinups thing or, or whatever like if it's for a charity mm. or, or whatever it's for I mean I'm all about it but I'm I'm also yeah, like not one of those where it's like yeah I think that's great for the sport I mean it's yeah thing is my only problem with that with the pinups and I, I haven't brought up the pinups in a while but I will say this do what you want to do if you want to sell your body for sex do it do it, but do not sit there and say that you're trying to advertise and um, advertise women in paintball, women being plural, women being me, Caitlin Woodward, fucking Katie Kelly, um, you know, Nicole Epis- Episcopo, uh, if you're going to sit there and do the same three girls that I haven't seen at an event in the three years I've been in Texas, mm-hmm. you know, don't bring it up like that. Because we see, we know what Patreon is dot com, but you're you're selling softcore porn. I get that, but then my only issue with that is, do your thing. You can do whatever you want with your body. That's your body. Do what you want. Yeah. But don't associate that with paintball if you're not helping it, especially with females. You're scaring them the fuck away, and you're thinking that some thirteen year old girl is going to go out here in a fucking thong. And that's what I have to get do attention. to get noticed. That she's going to win a tournament. Yeah, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Well, I've you- been asked by other sponsors to put on underwear and do this for this I said no that's really? not what I want to be seen as yes and I refuse because that's just not what I want to be seen as I don't want that to be brought into the sport you want to be seen as an athlete I be re- yeah I, I want to take it seriously because I know if the second I do that I'm not going to be me on the field it's going to be my ass like you know what i'm saying like i don't want to be seen as that it's going to be more Everyone's off the field ass. pictures than you actually playing yeah yeah see that's so fucking terrible and that's another that's thing where guys don't understand it's not everyone's but it's me so. yeah no it makes perfect sense and I, and I think guys will never understand that and and we we just never will and yeah. you know i i think that's a great thing to say especially if 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 younger females who are getting into the sport are listening to this, which I hope they are because please more females play. Um, And I think this, I think this will, uh, this podcast will definitely help. But I I think if, if you think that's what you have to do uh, in this sport, as far as paintball and and females go is to, to kind of not necessarily sell yourself in that aspect, but instead of wanting to be the athlete and, and thinking that that's the only route, it's not. And and I, I yeah. really really hope that the whoever was in charge who asked you to do those pictures or anything like that like I I hope they feel ashamed for themselves because you, yeah. you're holding back the growth of the sport if if we're just going to kind of portray people like that I understand that it sells right great I understand right. that but as far yeah. as progressing I the that. sport I think they did it in the most pro- professional way and I was just like you yeah. know honestly you said think about it I was like you know I'll think about it but I'm probably not gonna think about it like this is I, you know, I'll send you a t-shirt, you know, whatever, but mm-hmm. you know, this is what I want to be recognized as. I have this image going for younger girls and I've had younger girls contact me and say, thank you. You know, you are an inspiration. I want to be you one day. Good. I, I hope, I hope you do like, awesome. cause this is, yeah. you have to have a tough shell to be at a tournament with a thousand other fucking dudes, you know, like, yeah. and I, you know, you start learning all the cat calls you hear it. Like, oh, <laughs> you know, you shit. hear things it's hilarious. You have to have a very tough shell. You can't take anything for a grain of salt, you know? Yeah. And it's, you know, it's sad too, because guys definitely bring their, I'm not saying every one of everybody's girlfriend out there is, but they bring their slutty girlfriends and they're, they're wearing shit like that and they're watching paintball and they're at the paintball field. And then that's all that 
we think about when there's a female at the field right. is that right. not and then when we see they, I think the players they started it's like, hiring yeah. girls like that last time too what was it at dallas there were these girls walking around did you, did you please tell me you saw them right i heard that they were like hired by the venue. i've seen it multiple times yeah and they're wearing the nxl shirts or something like that and like well that there was girls wearing fishnets and like tutus and weird shit like that and I, I feel like, like that's every walking, event. They were walking like... through the pits. Maybe I'm missing something. There's, I, I was like, what the hell? They were just kind of walking through the pits, and I was like, seriously, like, really? Can you not? Like, I'm just not trying to like catch crabs today. Like, thanks. Yeah. Can you put your shit back in your your shorts? Like, I don't. <laughs> I'm trying to focus on this tournament. I'm here listening to my music, and I got this fucking ass and tutu like mm-hmm. number four hanging out. It was just weird. Like it's not that's not going to bring the families to the events. Like. <laughs> it is a different world too. When I go, because I always try and go through uh, like the divisional area. I always try and do just a couple walkthroughs, just kind of feel that vibe, you know that that divisional vibe oh. again. I I love it, but um, it's always like there's so many fucking weird people out there, and yeah. it's it's always entertaining <laughs> to just walk around and people watch and be like, oh, oh it there's is. some weirdos it's- that play paintball. It's it's great. I love it. Yeah, you just gotta get your sunglasses on and just stare. It just makes it not weird. It's, oh, fuck it's that. definitely no, I'll do it. I'll I love it. Uh, no glasses. I'll watch you like, whoa, wow, okay, all right. Oh, hey, what's going on? You know, and I just. It's, I, I have love, to. I have to keep. Uh, I, I have a convention. I have to keep. I keep headphones in sometimes, and I have a really bad resting bitch face. And I promise, <laughs> I'm really sweet. I promise, but yeah. I've been told I look like a bitch at tournaments just because I. I don't know. I'm focused when I go in there. I don't know. Yeah. But I'll put in headphones just so I don't have to talk to anyone. Because <laughs> I get like weird people like calling me down. I, and then like, I tell people, like, I, I'm so bad with names. Because in a sport with where everyone wears a mask and I meet you and then it's like, oh, hey, Jess, what's yep. up? And I'm, oh, like, I'm, I'm faces. Ah, like, I don't, I can't remember you. I'm sorry. Obviously, like, uh, you know, I'm a little bit easier to distinguish. But shit, I'm, I'm so bad with like matching faces and names. I know. I feel like I feel you like need to walk around cool. with like a, um, like one of those <gasps> orange flags that are on go-karts with the, Le- with the post. It just, yeah. oh, okay, there she is. We Legit, know where she is. There she is. I have like looked at people's like last names, like Facebook them, see if we're friends. And like, is this the person I was going to say hey to? Make sure I say hey to. So I'm not like an asshole. And I have to like look and like, okay, that's okay. We're good. Like, yeah, because I'm so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm terrible. I, mean, I get, I get a lot of guys. Uh, a lot of people that come up to me and they're like, "Hey, man, do you remember me from like three years ago? We, you know, we like said hi at this event." I'm like, "I'm sorry, bud. I have no idea. It's, it's you look familiar. It's one big family reunion. Yeah, oh. I love it. <laughs> it's great though because I I think, uh, I think you know talking about the whole headphone thing too. I used to do that when I was when I was younger um, in the sport. I used to kind of yeah. I had to get myself all hyped up and ready and. Now I don't know if it's just because like I'm maturing and I'm a, an older older player and everything, which I don't think is 32 is that old, but no, you're fine. But I mean, you're good. I don't um, want to <laughs> think about it. <laughs> but it's like you know, I, I've learned that I, I like talking to people and interacting with people, and I think that's one reason why I really enjoy doing this podcast. And and now I don't I don't hardly listen to music at all. Maybe maybe. I'll throw in my headphones quick from the ride to the from the hotel to the field. I maybe will, um, but other than that, like while I'm at the field, I'm kind of just. I really try to take it in. Because yeah. you, you never know. I mean, it's gonna sound like so, but you just never know what could happen at any point or right. when you when um, 
you know, my season could be over because I really did blow my knee out real bad instead of something like this or because um, I don't have that many more years playing and, you know, or, or just something could happen on the ride from the, the hotel to the field or just or anything. And you really, really need to take it in. And, and obviously everybody wants to go there to win and, and be a, be an athlete. But if it wasn't for for everybody else having this dream, uh, we wouldn't have any of this. And if you don't stop right. and slow down for a little bit and kind of just be like, this is this is awesome doing something that I really, really enjoy doing. And it, it, it goes by like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like it comes down to how bad you want it. Yeah. You know, to succeed in this, this sport, it's, and like, I've, I've kind of like my mom, like my mom hates it. Like, <laughs> I hate to say that my mom hates it. Yeah. You know, I told her, like, I'm not playing for my Texas team. Oh, good. You know, like, thanks. Like, mm-hmm. first of all, I'm still going to be on the team. I got an offer. I just have to fly out and it's super inconvenient, but it's better in the long run, I guess. You know, if I don't get there, I don't get there. If that's not what it's made to be. But, you know, it's at the rate that I've been improving, I feel like I can do it as long as someone is willing to give females that chance. Not necessarily me, but, like, any other female that's willing that, to step up that to that level. Yeah, and I think that's what it is. I, I think for for guys in the sport, I, I think it is. You, you're kind of holding yourself back, and you have to put yourself in, in that position. But with you – you have to not only do that, but that, but sadly, on the uh, the team owner's end or captain or whoever's yeah. in charge is probably more than likely male. I mean, I hate to say it, but it's yeah. also up to them oh, to be able to give you, be willing to give you that chance. Right, right. Which they should. Whoever is out there, just fucking stop it <laughs> and open up your mind already. <laughs> Hey, I mean, like I said, like I got, like I told other teams, you know, if I'm, if I feel like I'm not performing at the event, I will sit myself, you know, mm-hmm. you feel like you're doing good. Put me in. If not, don't put me in. That's what it is. That goes to everyone. <laughs> so what kind of player uh, would you, would you describe yourself as? God, I don't know. I've been asked this before. Uh, I feel like I've gotten more aggressive over the few years, you know, just learning the field awareness, everything like that. Gunfighting or moving I, aggressive? I'm not very good at gunfighting. I don't feel like um, I've gotten better at moving. Um, I'm small, so I can be very sneaky. I can be quick. I know I, I'm obviously learning. I'm getting better at my snap shooting, my gunfighting, and stuff like that. Um, I'm, I've gotten more aggressive. I've definitely gotten compliments on that. Um, shit, what was I say? Do you do any kind of drills on a, on a, or, or what drills do you do? Um, I haven't been able to do anything on my own. Like I said, the weekends that I'm here, I've been working, but I do like different, like, I've been, my big thing is, so my biggest thing was for me was holding my gun steady when I'm running because mm-hmm. I'm so little and this obviously nothing's smaller for me. So we have all, we're all the same size gun. Yeah. So I'm like running and trying to keep it without moving and shaking my little hands. I'm just running, trying to slide to the corner while keeping a steady, a steady lane. Yeah. That's what I've been trying to work on. So I try to do some stuff like that. You may give you, um, just a lot you may give you a piece of advice on that. Yeah. On the running and shooting. I'm sorry to cut you yeah. off, but no, do it, please. I take any advice I can get on your foregrip or your gas through or mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. Your, your front hand. Are you over the barrel or are you thumb under? 
Are you talking like a kill, like a, a kill grab? Or what do you call it? A so death like grip? No, if I'm, no, if I'm coming up from the box and my barrel pointing down and I'm coming up to go run towards the center, I'll do a, a death grip and I switch it as I'm running. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm going to the side, it's not a death grip. It's just to the side. And I try to push it into my the corner of my armpit as hard as I can. Yeah. And try to keep it as steady as I can. So one, as a as a professional athlete and somebody mm. that I would play against if you were ever playing, I would we would notice that. Like some some yeah. little subtlety like that where where if you're if you line up like this and you have mm-hmm. your, your gun down like that, no right. instantly you're going up the center. And then once you switch it like this too, right. you're going so that so that's one thing. So what I always Try and be consistent in whatever you're doing, right-handed, left-handed, going up the center. Even if you're going at the middle, if you have to right. switch it at the last second or something like that, but you always line up like you're going to be doing you know, anything. But I don't, I don't know why I'm not a very big fan of, of this because I know instantly, as a guy who runs to the corner and shoots back in the middle, I know instantly that you're not going anywhere. And you are going to be – it's a lot harder, even what people think. It's a lot harder for you to hit me as I'm trying to hit you. Then because I have I have a few jobs that I'm trying to do as I'm running out to a corner and I'm shooting that guy. But I know that you are in the middle. You are stationary. You're not going anywhere. So I have just that one area that I have to shoot at. The guy who's usually shooting a lane usually has two lanes that they're shooting. It's the first one for the short run and then the one for long, depending on if I go past that first lane or not. So they right. not only do they have to uh, do they have to shoot that first lane, but then they have to switch for the other one along with looking at the paint coming in at them. I'm not necessarily doing that because I'm just running to a corner. Like that's my job, run to the corner and shoot at the middle. So I have one less job than what they do. So if I can do that accurately, running out to the corner and shooting back in, I feel like I have the better chance. But anyway, um, the foregrip thing. Um, so... <laughs> Instead of so when you're when you switch grip, right? Do you did you say that you put your thumb over or under the uh, the grip? Like, do you hold it like this, um, or do you hold it? So like I, this? What if I'm coming up to the center? Uh, no, when you're going out to a corner. Oh, just a normal like. Here's the the grip. I'm holding it like this. Okay, so are you underneath? So hang. All right, hang on. I gotta explain it. I'm gonna grab something. <laughs> okay. 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 So I have my mechanical. Oh, there you go. Oh, this thing is so sweet. I love this thing. (laughs) I wish I could shoot it in the tournament. I want to so bad. But anyway, so are you, are you like this? Are you like this, like this, or are you under like, like that, that. Like you like this under so i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you some advice at least how it works for me so here here it's uh-huh. really hard now that's coming stay. from this side right yeah so if like you're coming from this way so you do this you're right. coming here and you go like that right yes so what i've noticed throughout the years anyway is that because you have a loader full of paint too right you're very top heavy so you have mm-hmm. so now with your thumb underneath here like this, you are having to control. It takes a lot more effort to try and control that top-heavy loader. 
Like you're fighting, not only trying to stay steady and level, but you're also trying to, you know, keep, you know, keep that kind of steady. So right. what, what I've learned is that it takes a lot less effort to control your marker if your thumb's up here. Because now your thumb is pretty much a wall that your, uh, that your marker stays stationary against. It's a lot mm-hmm. easier to keep your barrel level and everything stationary as you're running out to a corner, left-handed or right-handed. So keeping the thumb up. So, so thumb up. You can either wrap it around your barrel if you want like this. Which, right. which I do when I shoot left-handed, but when I shoot right-handed, okay. I, I kind of put it about right there like that. And okay. now, so this, and the reason I was bringing this up is because with like gunfighting or anything like that, it's right. really, it's really important to stay as steady as possible. And if you right. can do that extra thing to keep, because when you snap shoot too, you're also bringing that weight of the loader out with you i mean whether you're doing the roll or whether you're doing you know this whole thing um you have to control that top so if you do it with your thumb out there like that it's a lot easier to do and a drill if you want to do to to get better at snap shooting and snap shooting i've been setting up little i've been setting up little posts and you know do small targets small targets yeah it was a very yeah it was like a two inch maybe one inch little piece of plywood nice that's that's the best what i had uh, the the kids that i had drilling out here so you know the um not the big fat barrels but the skinny ones with the with the eyelet up top the orange construction cones yeah 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 yeah. so the skinny ones and they have an opening up at the top so what i had the kids do at the field was that um you have to shoot either the top half of the ring or through the eyelet and okay, they had to wow. shoot it. They had to shoot it five times before they circulated around. And then in the meantime, while those guys are trying to shoot this uh, this uh, construction cone, kind of set off a little bit from the Doritos or whatever bunker that you're fighting, there's a guy behind him who doesn't go in, who just shoots one ball every time he every time that person snap shooting comes out. So, oh wow! Yeah. So now what you're trying to do is you're trying to snap shoot and shoot through this little hole, but at the same time see the paint. It's not a volume of paint. It's just one paintball coming at you every time you come out. So you kind of get that that depth perception when you're playing. Right. And um, I feel that that helps out a lot. And if you're at home and you don't have a lot of time to train because you're working, uh, what I suggest is going into the take your marker. Load it up, loader. You don't have to load up with paint. Well, you could. It actually might help because that's going to be your real weight is right, with yeah. loader full paint. Um, and I'm sorry if I'm rambling about this, but the, like little no, shit like fine. this, like I love talking about. But um, yeah. so you you throw your tank on and everything, and then you go to a mirror and you snap shoot in the mirror, but you don't do it to right. where it's like. You kind of just do this whole repetition thing. Like you actually like set yourself up. They say like a doorway because I have a doorway. And a mirror uh, in our hallway, mm-hmm. so which perfect. My roommate would probably be like, "What the fuck are you doing in my room?" Like, <laughs> just coming out. But I mean, that I've done that like in the bathroom before. We mm-hmm. we have our you know the back room and the back wall. But no, that, I mean it's it's incredible how well it works because you're 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 pretty much teaching yourself on how far you're coming out. You can you can see right. where you need to kind of come in a little bit. I mean, with a with a mirror that where you're kind of backed off backed up off of it like that you can see your, right. see your foot's hanging out if your knees hanging out and then i like to be like i like to be waist up because i normally know like where my feet are 
You know, right. you know, I'm not, I'm not a big wide stance on, on gunfighting. I kind of, I'm kind of like shoulder width and maybe a little bit further out, but I know where my feet are. But if I go to the mirror to where I can only see from the waist up to the top of my head, I can see exactly how far I'm coming out and how, you know, how, uh, you know, if I'm loaders leaning out or whatever like that, or I can't do, I got to have a little bit longer marker. I can't do like the, the Cobra thing that people do where it's like, they're like this and might as well have a fucking drop forward. oh my god like, they're doing this thing i'd rather have it i think it's like where the back of the fucking bolt on your mask and then like it's like rocking back and forth <laughs> as they're shooting like no but this thing i haven't had like i've been playing paintball for a long time and when right. when the eclipse guys sent this to me to try out and i started playing 10 man with it i'm like i'm like geeking out talking about it but I'm not big on autocockers, like, at all. Like, I have no interest. Even though I'm, I'm way, like, tinkery. I'll open shit up. I'll figure out how it works. I'll do this. But with autocockers, I just never have – I've never wanted anything to do with them. I don't know why. But, um, but when I, I started playing with this, and I was like, holy shit, this is fucking accurate. And then, holy shit, this thing shoots really smooth. And then they told me, yeah, this is going to be our uh, – our our rental marker this is this is and i'm like i could play a tournament with this thing this is this is awesome (laughs) and um and it just really made me like have fun playing paintball again and it it, it, i'm trying not to like sound shitty or like i don't have fun with the aftershock guys i absolutely do but um yeah it's just it's something about just shooting those one two kind of three ball combination and having a really good group and having them all hit somebody from, you know, half the field away, you're like, Oh my God, it feels so good. Instead of, instead of like shooting a bunch of like just shooting and shooting and shooting and then shooting. And do you get more joy out of just shooting a pot or two at somebody's pack flap and eventually it's going to hit it because (laughs) you're shooting a fuck ton of paint or do you get more satisfaction out of like, Boom, boom. You shoot two, and it just cracks the dude in the face twice, oh. and you're moving down the field. To me, it's the second yeah, one. Yeah, that would be nice. Obviously, yeah. yeah I just I geek out when I start talking about shit like that because I – and only paintball players who enjoy shooting those couple balls or whatever. I'm, I'm just not a big fan of, of ramping and everything like that, and I wish accuracy by – you know, the, the, the few rather than accuracy by volume would come back. And I just, I don't know if it's going to, I kind of feel like it is with the iron city classic and some of the mechanical tournaments that are coming around, but I just don't know if they're going to get as mainstream as the NXL itself promoting the X ball format. I wish I'd put it back on uh, ESPN. Is that what we need? Do we need TV time or do we need some kind of internet? I feel like everyone I talk, everyone that I used to talk to that was like, oh, paintball, yeah, I remember that used to be on ESPN like back in the day, and it's like, yeah, you know, but like I just I don't know. Then they're like, let's go sports. Like, yeah, here's my <laughs> like, idea. I'm like, oh, come on, just... fucking Netflix. I mean, dude, they should Netflix get like, a deal, like, oh, dude, get a Netflix deal and have, you know, have it be a show. You know, it can be produced, ha- have this be maybe, I don't know if they're doing live streaming or not, but have this be maybe one of their live streamed or even post-production kind of things where it comes out the, do. it comes out the following weekend and then have it be a trending thing for a few weeks and see what happens. 
we should write a letter. How do we do that? Absolutely. Like we need to. Everybody listening, everyone listening. I'm like do anything. I they need to interview me. Do whatever you need. I got this. Let's let's do it. I, I think everybody should. This. We need to get this on there. I'm not even kidding. Everybody listening, write a letter to Netflix saying <laughs> that they need to get this going. And I think I think that's going to be our ticket. I think Netflix. I don't know how they're how, worth how much money and spending how much money. And I think that would be the best podcast. There's so many pointless shows out there. They're stupid. I've seen everything. Like, over it. We need to have paintball out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that's the best way. Honestly, I mean, I, I, I everybody's like, "Well, we got to get on TV. We got to try this. We got to try that." And I was like, "Okay, well, what is the most prevalent thing right now? Social media, right? And 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 news and anything happening in the palm of your hand. Like that is what's." Mm -hmm. Relevant and and just back from that is the convenience of being able to watch whatever you want, whenever you want with Netflix. So that should be yeah. That's the next best thing. So why don't we attack the next best thing, which could blow this sport more than what it ever could have been. Right. And that's my rant on why we should be on we, Netflix. We tried. We, we need to brainstorm. I'm serious. We need to get this going. <clears throat> it needs to happen. Let's do it. Yeah, I, I mean, that's. I mean, where do you stand on? I kind of, it's a good segue. Uh, where do you stand, or where do you see uh, the future of paintball going? God, obviously, we'd all, you know, be like, "Oh, let's go paintball in the Olympics. That'd be fucking dope," you know. Yeah. But I know that's going to take a while, especially since they just got baseball and we've had curling for God knows how fucking long. Yeah, there, there is curling. <laughs> Don't get me started on curling. I can't. But Do you not like curling? <laughs> no, I, I, I can't fucking stand it. I you know, Like I said, you know it would be way more entertaining? See how many boxes of Thin Mints I can eat in one sitting. There you go. That's way more entertaining, and I can kill a bunch. <laughs> but... <laughs> No, I don't think curling's very. Uh, yeah, I think the guys who won, I think, I think it was a USA team or a Canadian <laughs> team, and I think they were th in their late 30s, and I think they had kids <laughs> and everything, and I, I think they were like, yeah, we just, um, you know, we're going to go back and we're going to go and, you know, see our families and, and our kids and, and this and that. Like, normally an athlete, you're going to hear, like, younger athletes going to be like, oh, yeah, I'll do this and we're going to do this and this and this, and, you know, I got to thank my trainers and the. Like, no, we just want to go back and see our families. It's like them too. Like, that's their team. <laughs> or I don't know. I'm sorry if you're a curler out there. I really don't know that much about it. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like I need a lesson. But I, I still, I don't know. Paintball needs to be up there. Uh, do, I mean, do you think do you think we're really ready for the Olympics? I don't think we're ready yet. Um, but I feel like it's definitely, if we can get people to actually try um, because I mean, in order for something to work, you all need to work together. It can't just be six people that think that paintball should be to this level. It, everyone needs to pitch in a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. it's like cleaning the fucking earth. You're not going to have a clean earth unless you all start picking up your fucking trash. Yeah. It's everyone needs to like make little bits here and there. Don't be, you got the people on Facebook that bitch about this and bitch about that with paintball. How about focus on the positive? What's going to get you like, what is, what's beneficial of it? You know? what are people going to want to watch it's mm -hmm. you just need more people to be in to grow it to grow the sport and not just come so much bitch about it and keep think of it as like a little dinky hobby yeah. i know it's a dinky hobby for some people but 
for those people that don't, they need to make their voice known and definitely act accordingly. Yeah. I mean, you're representing not only yourself, but the sport kind of a thing. Yeah. And I wish there'd be more marketing behind it for sure. Like, It's like they need to hire an entire marketing team that is a separate entity from everyone and just say, hey, we want to we yeah. want to just pretty much sell this to the public. Like, right. I mean, and, and uh, people, you know, I know people that run the NXL pages. They're doing a great job. I just, yeah, man, we need to get that shit other than Instagram. I mean, we need to be, most of us need to start sharing it, like tagging our friends that are non-paintball, like. Maybe maybe some of us don't have non paintball friends. Like I, mm-hmm. I only have a few. But you know, I'm trying like to get these people out there and I've got groups of friends from the gym and I'm honestly trying to get like a fitness day at the gym and have a group of people from our gym go out as, you know, Larry North Fitness mm-hmm. paintball fitness day and go out and play some woods ball, rec ball, like learn fundamentals of just basic speedball, like yeah. diving thing. Just having a cardio day. And that's what I eventually went to, you know, try to do. Just open some doors you know yeah yeah because i feel like paintball still is well it's little things like that that help and it's it's if it wasn't for that you know they wouldn't know about paintball or you know whatever they did hear about paintball it's shooting each other in the woods pretty much it's not the competitive side and i know that Everybody's like, oh, you know, we gotta, you gotta build from within and, and, and do this, and then we gotta grow ourselves. And yes, I understand that, and I feel like it can only get us so far. And, but there are few that are in charge that could really take us to the next level. We could only do so much. We love the sport because we understand right. it, right? We, yeah. We love it because we played it it's, and we've been in it's those situations. Another level. Yeah. Yeah, the whole thing. I love it. I, I, can't, I can't explain why I do it either. It's like, why do you want to go get shot? Like, mm, you know, it's not really about that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they say there's this four walls, there's this nets. Once the nets are up and your mask is on, it's a whole another world for me. Like, yeah. So, what music do you listen to uh, before you play? Um, I listen to uh, a lot of rock. Uh, people, someone bagged on me on Instagram. They're like, oh, it's meth rock or <laughs> meth metal or something. Yeah. Uh, Breaking Benjamin and Five Finger Death Punch. Uh, oh, wow. I said that's hard rock. Days, I would say days, that's harder rock. Great. Yeah, Three Days Grace. Um, depending on my mood, that's typically that's typically what it is. Um, there's some there's some like hard rap songs that I'll listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, mostly just rock. I like to get, if I, the angrier I am, the more, <laughs> the better I play, I feel like, honestly. <laughs> It, yeah, know. yeah. I used to, I used to do that. I used to get like I'm fucking hyped and ready. Now I have to walk over to a corner where nobody is, and hopefully nobody peed, because you will find the corners <laughs> that everybody's peeing in, and you'll be like, "Fuck!" I, it Are smells like in the corners out here. Are you serious? Oh, for years, it's everybody does oh, that. Oh god. I mean, oh, I don't. God. I don't. I don't do it through the fence anymore. I'm a little bit more, you know. But it all depends too. I mean, there's only so many porta potties back in those pro pit areas. Only so many. But I mean, I remember back in the day, guys used to piss in pods, and like in the corner of the pit, and they used to just keep it over in the corner. I'm like, geez, dude, that smells like piss. Please take it out to the garbage or something. But I mean, guys were ruthless oh back then. I mean, try being a girl at the field. You've got like what six porta potties for like how many dudes in the freaking divisional pits and 
I usually would hold it for six or seven hours a day. Ugh, unless I, like, I've been chugging more water now, you know, being more athletic and eating yeah. right and actually drinking water. And like, then all of a sudden, shit, I got to pee. Like, now. I don't care about the sport. Right? Like, yeah. You've learned to adapt. And I'm not naming the home field in Texas, but I've, there's a, a woods ball set up vehicle like a bus or something that i've peed on i've snuck away at practice to pee on that bus yeah because <laughs> i was not about to use the porter potty that my 15 teammates just used that morning i'm oh. sorry you gotta yeah. be that's why you gotta be the first one and people know this people who are out there know this the guys that play tournaments and anything like that you know that and or if it's if you know which ones are the clean ones and you'll oh. you'll navigate towards those because i'm like i don't see very many people going into that one right away I'm going to go get that one. Oh, you try it so hard. Mm. That's what I liked about, what was it, MSXL Nashville and actually World, I think it was World, was it Vegas? No, it was Vegas. Yeah, there was like, they had it in that field and like if you, there's the porta potties, you know, mm-hmm. but if you walk further down, there's bathrooms, like actual bathrooms. Oh, yeah, way better. Loved it. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> no stress in the morning. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so where, um, where, did you go with the USA uh, women's paintball team? This was a couple weeks ago. We were ago. just, yes, we were just in Panama. So, to play paintball yeah, or just paintball. to enjoy the yep, sunshine? For paintball. Oh, okay. For paintball. We, I got there, so we were, it was supposed to be like a weekend thing. Um, but Pana, Panama ended up actually dropping out of our own event because they wanted to go to Prague. I don't blame them, mm-hmm. you know, being Panama all the time. So there was a few other teams there. Um, so we came in, well, I accidentally came in an extra couple days early. But so I got to, you know, explore, lay out, whatever, have a drink or two or three. Mm. And uh, <laughs> when we, you know, we played that, that Saturday, I guess it was Saturday, Friday or Saturday. Yeah. yeah it was that only that one day. Um, it was, everything was over, but God, it was so humid. Like I put that like world cup humid times 10. Yeah. Like, like my rotor almost caught on fire. Like it, sh- it was hot. It was very hot. I've always but it, to was, go. it was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. It was so convenient. The, the hotel was pretty cool. Um, we like you literally just sleep right there, and you get up and you walk to the field. The field's on the grounds of the hotel, which was dope. Yeah. So like, I wish all you know events were like that, but unfortunately. Yeah. And that we would plan be... to be back next year. So. That'd be sweet. Uh, let's see. Uh, what was it? What was it? Um, I know I had notes of here what I wanted to ask you. Um, <laughs> so you can't tell us who you played, who you're possibly playing for, or uh, for for Atlantic City. Um, and let's see, the USA paintball team. <clears throat> was that something that B approached you about? Yes. Yes. Um, they approached me about that. Um, I might have kind of heard it through the grapevine about like, a women's team mm-hmm. forming. And I had my, you know, I had my skeptic, skeptic, skepticality, skeptability, whatever the word would be for that. I was a little bit weenie. Yeah. Hesitant about it. Um, but I remember it was at Vegas. Um, they said, Hey, are you willing to come do a tryout, um, at Vegas? And I had just gotten done with a match and I was like, shit, I guess like, yeah, let me just. I was supposed to be pitting for my other line. So I was like, look, right, this is what I got to do right now. So mm-hmm. got in a car with Emily from Arabs. I don't think I'd ever like really talked to her before. Um, we went to the field and like, oh, we're going to be playing snake. And I'm just 
beat. Like I was playing the 50 mm. and so I've been going, sorry, snake off break. Okay. You're like, playing the go get them spots. Yeah. And I had not played snake in like probably almost a year. Like I, I, I don't, I haven't played snake, mm. but I, I guess I did decent enough. You know, they're like, cool. You know, we, this is what you're going to play. We need this. So make it work. Yeah. Made it work. I was super cool. Just kind of, you know, coming into a new line, especially females. Like I, I had played the females one other time, not for very long, but majority, you know, 11 years males. So it was new. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. You know, not people don't, you know, probably aren't as welcoming, welcoming at first. Like any team you go on to, you know, at first you're like, Oh, Hey, I'm here. I'm going to be your snake player for, you know, the next few events. And people are, you know, when you're used to being on a team with the same girls, it's like, who are you? You know? <laughs> So you kind of got to you got to earn that respect. You just got to <laughs> like show anything. up and do your job. And yeah, you got to show up, do your job, show them that you're not here to lose, and you know, like we're all on the same team. We're here to fucking win, and that's what we did. Work together. Hell yeah! Well, that that's awesome. That's... I I I think we should end on that. Thanks, for, it's already been an you hour and a half. Has it really? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. Well, <laughs> Rogan says the same thing. I mean, I just listened to a three-hour podcast he did with uh, with somebody, and he's like, yeah, it's like a time warp when you start doing these things. Okay. And yeah. but um, but anyway, I very very much appreciate you sitting down and talk with me. I, I yeah, no. And I wanted I wanted to do this uh, to promote yourself, but also to promote women in the sport and and, and progressing in that direction. Yes. And we um, need more. Yeah. 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 If you have another podcast coming up, feel free to call me. I got, I can talk all day. Let's go. Hell yeah. That's awesome. No, so, I, I had a great time and uh, good luck in thank you. Atlantic City and safe travels. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk to you soon. Sounds great. You too. All right. See ya. I see you. Thank you. Thank you, Jessica. I had a great time. Uh, it was great being able to throw ideas around with you, uh, as well as really, hopefully, push the issue on uh, on getting females out and into the uh, out into the, the pro division and uh, and start throwing down with some of the best in the world. That's um, that's what I would love to see, man. It, it's gonna help the sport for sure. Thanks, Jessica, and uh, thank you to our sponsors, Punishers Paintball. Like I said before, guys, uh, make sure you check them out. They are, it's PunishersPB.com. And if you head over there, they have a uh, Spire 3 trade-in program where if you if you trade in a loader, uh, that money from the, uh, you trading in a loader will go towards uh, a brand new Spire 3. And they have all the details on their website, but they also have new and used gear, uh, which is really cool. And... They have been around and, and helping the sport of paintball uh, in the community since around 2003. Um, but these guys are awesome. Make sure you check them out, PunishersPP.com. Uh, and if you use the promo code capital, not capital, just TPOP, TPOP, you'll get 10% off any order. So check them out. Thank you, Punishers. Uh, also, Charm City Paintball, head game for days, guys. Make sure you check them out. Uh, Charm City Paintball on Facebook and Instagram. He has all kinds of stuff up there from head wraps to headbands to pack bands to all kinds of stuff. He's got new fabrics all the time, all limited runs. Awesome guy. Charm City Paintball. Uh, Carbon Paintball 
If you if you type in the promo code capital TPOP, you will get 10% off your entire order. If you guys have any questions about uh, sponsorships or anything like that, make sure you shoot me an email, carl at carbonpaintball.com, and I will do my best to get you guys into some carbon gear. Uh, thank you, Carbon and Planet Eclipse, the makers of the best paintball markers on the planet, hands down. Swedish shooting, best looking. I have other things to describe it, but I can't think of it right now. <laughs> but there's, they're awesome, man. I have the Etha mechanical right here. Um, God, this thing's—it's so sweet. It's so fun. Uh, it, you know, Planet brings, you know, the fun into uh, into paintball, and they are always trying to innovate and make, uh, make the, the the player have a better experience on the field. So, I think they're doing an amazing job at that. And uh, and thank you. To everyone out there listening, greatly appreciate it, man. There, there's, there's nothing like the, uh, you know, the, the feeling of whenever somebody messages you and says, "Hey, man, I love the podcast, love what you're doing," and it, it just, it makes my day, uh, you know, that you guys are enjoying this shit. So, it makes it worthwhile, that's for sure. But, um, but I apologize about the, uh, the audio. I am, I'm slowly but surely getting there. I'm trying to up my production and uh and get this shit out there i'm hopefully getting a camera here soon to be able to record more shit and it's just there's a lot of work that goes into it i'm hoping uh, i'm hoping that the direction is going to be forward with uh with this whole thing and and uh like i said before guys make sure you do not try not to text and drive i, I know it's tough but um but but please keep your eyes on the road stay alive be sweet be nice to each other you know all that shit but um but hopefully guys we will see you again here soon on the playing on podcast love you all later